Welcome to another edition of the Four Thinkers Podcast. I'm your host, Jermaine Pugh. Today is August 19th, 2021. I hope you all are having a happy, healthy, great, awesome day. Quick funny story, which is not funny. I'm actually quite irritated. I just spent the last half hour talking and realized I wasn't recording. So, yeah, that's how my day went. That's not that bad. Uh, I was before I came on. I was taking a look, and it looks like the last time I actually did a recording was back on um, June twentieth of this year. So it's been almost two months since my last recording, and that was not intentional, 100% not intentional. That was a complete accident, a freak accident, and uh, yeah, it's something that uh, probably won't happen again. I would knock on wood, pray to God it doesn't happen again, Um, but there's also a reason for that, and I think right now, um, especially with what I like to talk about with the podcast, I think it's a, a perfect time to, a perfect segue into it. Uh, so recently, and as of right now, I'm getting through, I'm on the other side of uh, a depressive episode that I had. And it wasn't a, uh, once a once a year or twice a year one. It was, it's, this has been going on for about four months. And I just caught on to it uh, the middle of last month. Um, yeah, it was about the middle of July when I realized that, oh my gosh, like this is what's wrong with me. And um, started working on it. And that it was when, when I had that realization, it was a little bit shocking. But before I continue with that, as far as what happened, what I did wrong, and what I learned, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of people I need to take a quick shout out for, um, just with that whole situation. Uh, first off, my wife, God bless you. Uh, like during, when I found out, like when I realized what was going on, I was like, oh wow, you know, let her know. And she's really compassionate. You know, checking in, patient. Uh, so that was extremely helpful. Uh, so thank you very much. I love you. Appreciate you for that. Uh, my girl, my little girl, had no idea what was going on with me because to her, I'm completely normal. It didn't affect her much, but she's always her loving, cute, adorable self. So that helped. Uh, my aunt Yaya and my uncle Ronnie. God bless it to you. You know, I didn't tell um, anyone, like, when I realized what was going on and how bad I, I was actually doing. I didn't, like, after, I, I told my wife, obviously. Uh, I told my employer, uh, just because I learned a lesson from that long ago about why does we don't keep communication open with your employers when uh, you got situations like that. Maybe one day I'll get into that as far as uh, a conversation I had and an incident I had. So I had to tell my employer. But outside of that, I didn't tell anybody but my aunt and uncle. Uh, Mariaya, God bless you. Thanks for the kind, kind words that you, you said and checked up on me. And my uncle Ronnie, appreciate you. You know, he he constantly texts me, check up and make sure I was all right once he found out what was going on. You know, we all kept it kind of quiet as far as what was going on with me. So um, I love the both of you. Appreciate you. Uh, you guys were a big help. But then there was a, a surprise uh, I had a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and that one came off the top row because I didn't see that one coming. This man that went vanishing and picked up and went missing. 
then when I talked to him, I was like, man, you out here hiding. I can't find you. Don't know where you at. Like, I mean, what's up? So, uh, my Uncle Brad, appreciate you, man. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, he was the one who pretty much encouraged me to get, get the podcast back up and moving. Um, now that I was on the other side of things. So, um, I don't know. I probably would have waited another month or two before I came back uh, if I didn't have that conversation with him. So, uh, Unc, appreciate you. Thanks a lot, even though you went missing. Uh, we had to put an APB on for you, but, you know, it's all good. I appreciate that. Uh, and then to everybody else uh, who may have been great not knowing what happened to me or what was going on, uh, I appreciate your thoughts, prayers, and just being great people all around. So, um, the relapse. It's funny because when I talked to my job and I was like, hey, I'm going through a relapse, the first thing I thought was, uh, oh, yeah, substance abuse. I'm like, no, no, it's actually not substance abuse. I don't, I don't uh, drink or use drugs. I don't know if I've shared this before, but it's not because I'm a goody two shoes or it's any moral, moral thing. Uh, no, it actually goes back to when I was younger. Uh, when I was a certain, I forgot at what point I had this, this somewhat genius idea. Um, I was so down in the dumps and depressed. I know that some people. Well, you know, you use drugs to cope with different things like that. I was never one of them because I didn't want to cope. I wanted to just deal with my pain because I felt like any type of relief um, would just be like a tease. And then once the relief wore off, I would be back in pain, which would probably be much worse. So I was just like, I'm staying away from drugs and alcohol because I don't want to feel any relief. I'm just going to stay here in the gutter. Which somehow made sense at the time. I think like when I when I talk to uh, talk to people, I, sometimes I would compare it to uh, climbing up a ladder and it falling off. I didn't want to get up, so I just stayed on the ground. So I didn't because I didn't want to climb climb up anymore. Somehow that made sense. It made sense in my head when I was thinking, it, but uh, not too much. Now, yeah, coping coping is good, but coping with drugs and alcohol is not a good idea. So the only positive I could take out of that twisted thinking was I never got hooked on drugs, alcohol, which if I did, I probably would have succumbed to it a little bit more because of depression. So it could have had terrible effect, a terrible effect on me. So that's the only positive I can say about that twisted way of thinking. So, yeah, so I told my job, hey, no, it's not drugs. I'm having a depressive relapse because in mental health, when you go backwards, it's called a relapse as well. Relapse isn't only something, uh, that's drug or substance abuse related. Relapse is anything that you go back to doing um, or go back to uh, experiencing. So yeah, I had a depressive relapse that was about four months long. And the funny thing about this, I was still recording one in the middle of it and didn't realize it was going on. So how did how in detail did it happen? Um, hindsight, looking back. Uh, hindsight, looking back, I think that it was a carryover. Um, I've told people before, there's about two times a year, I'm guaranteed that I'm going to be experiencing some type of uh, depressive episode. It's somewhere in a time frame of August, September, October. One week out of those three months, I'm definitely going to experience something. And then sometime in March, April, somewhere along those, that line, I'm going to experience something. So only twice a year, uh, lasts about a week. Five days to a week where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be down and out for a couple of days. Um, 
but this time it, it, it lasted much longer. Uh, and it, it started because I, I relapsed because I don't take care of myself. That's just, it's just the bottom line. I didn't take care of myself. Uh, I was doing too much. And so the combination of me doing too much, not taking care of myself, and then the change in my patterns. Uh, for instance, change in patterns. Uh, Yana goes to school. I take her to school every morning. Yana's my little girl. Uh, she's out for, she out of school um, for the summer. Now, the pattern that I normally work out through the year is I take her to school. I go straight to the gym. I work out for about an hour. On the days that I have to work, uh, I come home, shower, you know, run a couple of errands, go to work. With Yana being out of school, that changed. My wife still works uh, throughout the year. You know, I work throughout the year. Um, I just work later on in the day. Yana is not the most agreeable person in the world when it comes to going into the gym. Even though they have a day- child daycare room, she ain't going in there. So that kind of throws things off where once, like, it's just natural that, you know, I take her to school, I go to the gym. Well, now I'm getting up, me and her hanging out, cooking breakfast, going places. I'm not actually going to the gym. And the days I do go to the gym, it's like this, like hearing it. It's not a constant, c- consistent thing. Uh, and I found that gym, the gym is uh, part of what helps me manage my mental health. So uh, just not keeping that in place was a, was a factor. Not taking care of myself, that would go along to uh, just oversights and medication. Uh, I ran out of medication, and for whatever reason, I didn't refill it. Can I explain why? Nope. And the weird fun and the weird thing about that is that's the same thing I, I, I really get on people about. Uh, especially while I was at work in the hospital. It's about the importance of staying on your medication. Uh, and taking that at the same time, make sure you don't run out. It's the same thing I preach at uh, the shelter. Uh, and when my wife, you know, has to take medication for whatever case may be a toothpick or whatever case may be, you know, I get on her. Um but somehow, some way, the person I forgot was me. And it's a bit hypocritical. Yes, I admit. And I got to go tell everybody I'm sorry because I did it too. Um, but yeah, that was really a big, a big thing. Um, just not to, like, I didn't take the medication as prescribed, like, as prescribed, you know. I forgot, I forgot about it, then I pick it up, and I, I take it, and I ran out, and then, you know, maybe a week or two before I remember to fill it again. Uh, or not, even I, I have it filled. I just didn't go pick it up. So that, so to a certain extent, a lot of the things are things I did that kind of caused this. Uh, the next thing was I had a change in medication. Uh, I have ADHD, and we made a change in medication because I felt like I could be even more productive. Because uh, I still struggle with even with medication. It's not as bad, but you know, I, I thought that you know there was room for improvement. Well, we made a change, and it didn't work. And actually made things a lot worse as far as the depression goes, ironically. So I stopped taking that. But I didn't just stop taking it. I stopped taking a cold turkey. So I went without my ADHD medicine for a while. So I completely jacked up the chemistry in my body by just being reckless. And if I had to sum up the whole 
this whole relapse conversation into one word is reckless. I was, I was extremely reckless with my mental health, and that's something I know better than, you know. Now, was I reckless on purpose? No, but still, still reckless, nonetheless. You know, so uh, it's a learning experience. I think also, and it's something that I have to uh, get addressed, but I've gotten everything else addressed. Um, But therapy, I've not had a proper therapy uh, in a while. Now, I know I haven't had proper consistent therapy in a while. And, you know, I've, I've, I've heard from, you know, and to me, like from what I hear, opinions, they vary. Um, but some people think that, you know, you're not supposed to be in therapy forever. I disagree. I think you're, you're, you, you stick with therapy for as long as it keeps you healthy. If you're doing something that's keeping you healthy... Stay with it. Just keep doing it. Having a time frame on therapy is not going to help matters. You just go to therapy, period. Now, that's whether you deal with mental health issues or not. I think everybody should go to therapy. It's extremely helpful. Uh, You get to talk to somebody. Somebody is paid to listen to you about the things that bother you that you can't talk to anybody else about. That sounds amazing. You know? And you guys don't have a relationship outside of that, so you don't have to feel like you know you're being a burden. So I encourage everybody, whether you deal with mental health, mental health issues, substance abuse issues, regular stress, well, no matter what the case is, go to therapy. And uh, what I learned is that I haven't seen, uh, haven't been going to therapy properly in a while, and that's gonna lead me to having to make some uh, tough decisions going forward and as, as far as uh, maybe the therapist I'm working with or how I'm doing it different things like that it's going to be uh, something I need to look into as far as I'm making sure that I stay healthy I also realized that I was probably taking in uh, a lot of trash and, you know, sometimes we're not aware of the effect of the world around us. Um, but, yeah, it, I'll put like, let me make it, let me make it plain. I'm somebody who, um, for the last few years, I've been really into, like, keeping up with the news um, politically, socially. So there's a lot of things I've been aware of. And I, you know, I volunteer for some campaigns and different things like that. Um, so I was active. Um, social media, same thing. You can only take but so much. I've, I've actually stopped watching the news and keeping up with the news. Oh, yeah. I've not done anything remotely politically. I haven't kept up with anything at all since the beginning of 2021. I have not. Um, and before the relapse, it was extremely helpful. And it's helpful now after the relapse. Um, it's just so much negativity. And while it's good to be politically active, 
socially aware and evolved, uh, you it could be an overload. So now I think that I now am going to have to try to figure out how to navigate that and incorporate that back into my everyday life because it is part of who I am. Uh, the political and social ideologies that I have, it, it goes hand in hand to what, what does I do. So um, I'm going to have to try to figure out how to incorporate that without taking on, without holding in so much as far as it being a burden. Because a lot of stuff will weigh you down. A lot of the TV shows and things that we consume will weigh us down if we're not careful. So uh, keeping a pulse on that is, is, is going to be extremely key. I think that I learned, how about this? Uh, Because I'm trying to find the right words to say it. Um, To me, like the, the last couple of months have been like a refresher course. So yeah, does it suck when you're having gone through a depressive episode? Absolutely. Um, but the positive to that is that I'm more aware. I'm I'm aware again of what it's like, what people feel, and how to how to take care of myself. I've been reminded it's like taking a refresher course. And a perfect example, and an example I have of that is, it's like you have a driver's license, but it's time to get it renewed, and you got to take a driver's test again. You know how to to drive, but you didn't know how to drive. Like, there's a proper way and there's a legal way to drive. The way we drive is not... A lot of times, if we drive the way we... If the normal way we drive was how we took a test, we would all have our licenses revoked. It's not until you have to take the test that you realize, oh, yeah, I need to do this, 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 and this when I'm driving. So it's like a refresher. That's how I I reviewed this last uh, relapse. I just got reminded and one, how it feels, what we go through when we're um, in the middle of it, how it affects our family and friends, how it affects you at work, but also how it can happen. So now I think I'm better prepared and handling myself to make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, uh, so this, it doesn't, this was a situation where it's not necessarily a negative It, it, it it's not a positive, but this it, it wasn't. It's not a negative. I'm kind of. I'm actually thankful. That I was able to get go through it, get through it, uh, in one piece. For the first day back, I mean, for the first episode back, it's not really a whole bunch um, for me to talk to. Other than that, um, I think I had a little bit more to say when I first did the, the recording the first time, but. I, accidentally deleted it so uh, but no I, I'm just extremely happy uh, to be back to be doing this again uh, hopefully we, I can continue to keep it up um, over the next couple of weeks as promised I got guys to talk to a uh, couple of friends different areas of expertise one is actually an expectant father so uh, we're going to talk 
mainly about fatherhood and because this is gonna be his first child so and i only have one so i can kind of relate to what he's probably feeling right now and so we'll probably chat about that um i got a friend who's like in finance so we'll be talking to him and it's just a lot of th- good things that um, we got planned coming up uh once again i want to shout out my aunts and uncles Ayaya, thank you uncle ronnie thank you uncle brad thank you uh all to all my all family and friends, I thank you all. Appreciate you all. And I look forward to speaking to you guys soon. Uh, do me a favor. Like, share, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much every podcasting platform you could think of. So like, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, things you want to talk about, things you think you know I should talk about, any suggestions for the podcast, Feel free to email me at the four thinkers podcast at gmail.com. I missed you guys. Love you guys. And I look forward to talking to you again. See you next week. Take care.